Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is breakups. I think we actually might have talking about, spoken about breakups before. So I think it's going to be we broke up because we're going to clickbait. Yeah. Well, it's not a clickbait for you because you and your we broke up. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into I, I, it. I can already tell Bree's going to love this episode because uh, she okay, just gets to ask me probably questions. Mm-hmm. She gets to just vibe because yeah. she's I can happily... be like, it's for the podcast, Sean. Yeah. I'm not prying. Your trauma podcast. is for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what they want and that's tears. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a hair fucking in my mouth. I have hair everywhere. What's going on? Like, oh my God, the poor people watching the video are like getting off our patreon immediately so they don't have to see me they're anymore. getting off on patreon <laughs> hair everywhere you say everywhere. <laughs> okay before we get into it speaking of patreon if you go to our instagram at i can explain podcast click the link in the bio there's merch and there's also a patreon where we have fun little events we have a discord you actually get video <laughs> And I want to thank maybe <laughs> I want to thank all of our patrons, uh, but an extra special shout out to Aiden, Emily, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you so much for thank supporting you, I you. Can Explain podcast. Also, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us five stars, share us with friends and family, follow us on social media at I Can Explain podcast on TikTok and Instagram, and personally at Sean and at Brian Williamson. That's the whole list. <sighs> How many people out there do you think have done all those things? <sighs> I think quite a few. I think we have some, I think the explainers are pretty good. We have some awesome people. And then I think there's some people out there that are. Here's the thing. We have some awesome people and we could have more awesome people. Exactly. And, you know, I really like to see the potential in people. Yeah. I think there's a lot of growth potential for people out there to just be kinder. Better. better Super fans. (laughs) We have a lot of fans and we could definitely use more super fans we could use yeah like a super with a capital s yeah okay um so yeah <laughs> if you're listening just consider it consider it yeah about that sliding into the super fan position absolutely there are a few spots open few. but not for long not for long closing it off at Filling 10 up. million super fans <laughs> um yeah so today sean uh, for those of you who have been listening to the last few episodes, you know that Sean is now single. Yeah. For the last few years of our podcast, you were not. Two and a half years. That's crazy. So, you know, I think we have had a lot of questions in the past about doing a breakup specific episode. And again, I think we've talked about it on Q&A episodes and advice episodes. Yeah. But I think... Now, unfortunately for you, but I hate to say <laughs> yeah, it. Very fortunate for me in the content. <laughs> we have an expert in the house. <laughs> unfortunately for you, we do have a single expert in the yeah. house. Yeah. And it's fresh, right? Because it's easy. To- <laughs> <laughs> right. And the best part of this is that it's still it's still fresh in there, you know? It's still fresh. It's still wound, right in there. Yeah. So I really love Let's that get in idea. while it's still bleeding. Yeah. I've got my salt to put in your wounds. Yeah. And I think there's like some things that I won't necessarily dive into specifics of. Yes. Some I would say most of it uh is because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to like rehash things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of it is also like out of respect for my ex partner. Yeah, there's just like some things that I don't, don't want to bring to the internet, which totally. I assume everybody will be fine with and respect. But I do think that there's like a very interesting 
uh, experience mm-hmm. to go through a breakup just in general. But it's also very interesting to go through a breakup at this age. And I'm not yeah. saying that I'm like incredibly old. I get that. I think that it is great if you're in a relationship or if you're single at any age. Yeah. It's never too old or too young unless you're like, 12 like stop dating yeah (laughs) but you know you're never too young or too old to um to see someone or Mm -hmm. to not see someone I'm not putting an age on it but it is very weird that I had my 29th birthday and I think I felt things uh in a realer sense this time yeah there was more of like a panic of um what the fuck is happening this time around? Well, I think, yeah, that's fair because I, you know, you're not putting an age on it for anybody else, but I think you're also valid in saying for you personally, when you feel like certain things are supposed to happen at certain ages. Yeah. Like, I think anyone, everyone listening can relate to especially when you're younger being like oh when I'm this age I'll be at this kind of stage of life yeah or you know like checking off these boxes I think also like the fucking stereotypical like binary world Mm -hmm. gives you this impression that I mean I am still probably gonna be dead by 30 but like I I always thought that like when my death came up at 30 like (laughs) I would probably be like married with a house and like a dog right you know Mm -hmm. like it would be like (laughs) so jarring for my partner and my dog when I perish um but but, like the world just gives this view to you from a young age that by like 30 Mm -hmm. like I don't know why 30 is the number but like by 30 Mm -hmm. you're gonna for the full like heterosexual heteronormativity world it's like you're gonna have a kid and all that shit by 30 the whole thing and I think it's because there's that stigma that in your 20s you're figuring it all out yeah and then it's like society's also like yeah have fun in your 20s figure it all out but when the clock strikes 30 like if you haven't had a kid by 30 your eggs are gonna explode (laughs) out of you (laughs) yeah it's really weird so like it's weird because I almost kind of kept that through my life Mm -hmm. and did I expect to be like newly single turning 29 right no did I expect to like bring someone into my family that my family like loved and respected Mm -hmm. and now I'm going to like family dinners alone. Like there's so many things that like I didn't really, first of all, I'm not like that. It sounds so sad, but Mm -hmm. I'm like not that I love my family. It's nice seeing them and stuff, but it's just like, I'm putting new weight on myself and I know that I'm just putting it on Mm -hmm. myself. Um, more so than I have with any other breakup because now I feel like I'm like, I'm going to die alone. Right. I'm going to die alone. (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing well, you would say. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like before this last relationship, I was like, oh, well now I'm like kind of getting to the age that like I'm looking for like, you know, like a life partner. Mm -hmm. So it's weird to not have that again. Yeah. And I think that's (laughs) the thing when you're dating and you're, Again, I hate to say younger, like as if 30 is not young. No, say it, but, bitch. <laughs> but when you're younger, er, um, there's younger this thing that there's no expectation because, in fact, there's the age where if you were to admit that you were considering seeing a future or marrying or being life partners with somebody, yeah. you'd be considered nuts. Yeah. Because it's like, oh my God, you're already thinking about that? You're only 
X age. Yeah. And then there's that weird switch that happens like late twenties, early thirties where it's like, Oh, you're dating someone just to date someone or like, Oh my God, you're going to like, let this go. Like then you're going to be X age and single. Yeah. It's really weird. Like when that transition happens, because like, I remember, you know, being like 23 and being like, Oh, I'm going to marry this girl. And everyone was like, Whoa, like you're crazy for saying that. Yeah. But now if I was in a relationship at 30, saying like oh i don't know i don't see where this is going like i just enjoy dating them right now people would be like what's wrong with you why are you in that relationship then totally so it's interesting that that change happens and i also think it's important for you to talk about oh no because no oh. because i think there are I was like, a that lot or of something people new. no and <laughs> i didn't know where you were gonna forge was gonna go. i think this it's whole... actually also important to talk about yes this <laughs> your, this whole episode is you just sitting on the edge of your seat <laughs> waiting for me to ask something waiting that you don't answer you through a different <laughs> section of mud <laughs> no i think that i'm th- this is in no way specific to your situation but speaking to our listeners um i think there are people out there that are in relationships whether they are conscious of it or not because they have that weird societal clock yeah that's like well it's not that bad you know and i'm x age so what am i gonna do start all over yeah and like i have plenty of friends again not speaking to you but like friends that have gone through (laughs) those breakups yeah well, I just don't want anyone to misinterpret that, like, I'm saying this because that's what you said. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just trying to, like, specify <laughs> with this whole episode. Um, but I've had plenty of friends that are, like, after they go through a breakup at, you know, 35 or whatever, they're, like, in hindsight, I knew that relationship was over a year before, a two years before, whatever it may be. But I was just, like, I'm in my mid-30s. Like you said, my family knows this person. You know, we live together. It's comfortable. And a lot of people, I think, put this really weird, like, expectation that if you're at a certain age, well, you might as well just stick it out. And I watched something really interesting the other day um, on Instagram. Um, It was like an Instagram video or whatever. And it was this guy, I think, doing a TED Talk kind of vibe. And he was like, people talk all the time about how life is short and people don't talk enough about how life is actually long. And his whole spiel was about how, because we constantly get told life's so short, like live in the moment and everything like that. We also write off how long we potentially still have left. So something happens when people are like 30 and they're like, well, life is short, (laughs) hang up your hat. Like it's basically done. Like whatever, whoever I'm with, wherever I live, whatever career I'm in, I might as well just like, write it all off and he was an author and he said you know when I was 30 I remember thinking like basically like okay well everything I've done is kind of what's going to be the rest of my life and he's like I didn't get my first book published until I was 52 yeah and that's really when I consider my life in a way that I found it fulfilling and was passionate about it started at 52 but he's like for you know 22 years there I kind of just wrote off even trying to make a change for myself like I'm just gonna ride out something kind of shitty because you know life is short life is short and like I'm already 30 and there is that weird like I know we joke about tons on this podcast um like you know i'm a little shorter for you (laughs) we gotta just be honest here (laughs) but i do think that's such like an important interesting perspective because there is that thing whether it's a relationship or a job or you know a family structure it's kind of like oh well what's done is done like people feel like all the time unless they 
figured it out in the early 20s, then basically they're like hooped. Yeah, I think also this time around, like, I was not unhappy. Mm -hmm. Like, the day-to-day of this relationship, I wasn't unhappy. But I knew there was an issue for me when I could tell that I wasn't, like, giving this person everything that I could. And -hmm. that I felt like I was being an unfair partner. Right. And I knew that to be true when I would, like, listen to, like, a breakup song. And the person that they were describing was me. Oh, so that's interesting. So you think you are the person who like breakup songs are written about, not the person singing them. Not that makes me sound like I think like some some, like icon (laughs) or something. But no, like I would just hear like somebody singing about like, like not being like fully available or like all Mm. these things are like having a hold back. And I was like, that's literally me. Like I was like this, you know, usually when people listen to breakup songs, they feel like they're the ones singing. Singing, I was like, oh. I'm the target of this. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't unhappy, but that's also, like, a weird space to be in. Mm-hmm. Because with other breakups, like, I've been cheated on. Or, like, somebody just, like, isn't giving me everything. Yeah. Like, you know, there's more reasons to it, which are a lot easier to mentally understand. Oh, 100%. Like, I feel like <laughs> in certain scenarios, for example, cheating... I mean, I guess you could argue this, but it's fairly cut and dry. I yeah. think if you took a poll with all of your friends and family and said, hey, my spouse, partner, whoever cheated on me potentially numerous times, yeah. um, do you think I should continue with this? I would say majority would say no. It's, so yeah. it's easier to mentally be like, yes, I'm 100% making the right decision. I'm not going to regret this decision. And it's You know what it is also? Yeah. It's one of those things that... It's hard to, I think friends are more like, it's easier to talk to friends about this because they're like, you can just have more of a back and Mm -hmm. forth rapport, but it's hard to go through a breakup that's confusing to explain to your parents. Right. Because it's like, why? Because usually it's like, oh, well, he cheated on me or like, oh, well, he just like wasn't giving me his time or like he wasn't a good partner or anything. It's just like, it's so hard when you're like Mm -hmm. explaining it and your parents are kind of like. Right. <laughs> and they're like trying to be supportive, but they're also yeah, like, Are you you're this kid's sure? a psycho. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was really confusing. Because it that- kind of just comes down to like, at that point, it's like feeling, right? So it's like external people in your life are looking for like a tangible reason. Totally. Like, oh, we get in this sort of fight all the time, or they cheat on me, yeah. or like they want to move to Australia and I don't. Like, you know, like, or they want to have kids and I don't like they're looking for the like cut and dry reasons and not like just the gut like I don't think this is my person yeah um and then I was also having the panic of like my partner's a few years older than me and I was having the panic that Mm. like I was taking everything I was going through and like putting it even more on them and I was just like I was like I feel like I'm just like ruining their life like I feel like I was like I'm wasting their time I've wasted their time considering this hasn't like ended in marriage like I still kind of feel that way but like you were taking your stress of like I'm feeling this way at 29 and they are mid 30s so like you add that extra five years or whatever it is and be like, I would be even more stressed about yeah. it. Then. So when I was just like stressing about like ha- having these feelings of like, maybe this isn't my forever person, then I would just, I also have generalized anxiety, mm-hmm. which doesn't help. Then I would think about that and I would just like go full spiral. Do you think because <laughs> of that, like you hung on longer 
I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. It's, yeah. My brain's, um, all stations were set to panic, so. Yeah. It's hard to differentiate. I just remember calling you in the car. Yeah. And, like, crying so hard that I was literally, like, gasping for air. I know. I felt so badly for you. I was literally parked in, like, a parking lot outside of my work, just like, Like, I felt so bad for you, but I also felt really bad for me trying to understand what the fuck it's you so were saying. It's so sad when someone calls you like that because everyone, uh, it's awful, but I think anyone who's been in that scenario, you know that feeling where you're like, you're that sad and you're crying that hard yeah. that when someone you care about is dealing with that, it like, you get the like secondhand like gut punch like shitty feeling because everyone knows what it feels like to be there yeah and you know that there's like nothing you can do to like help like you can be supportive and listen but it's like that you can't take that gut wrenching no. feeling away from somebody no. as somebody as soon as somebody's like gasping for air crying also it's... nothing you say is gonna like immediately <laughs> no. solve that it'll help but yeah. like <laughs> they, gotta, they gotta start breathing again. Yeah. Yeah. you basically just have to be like oh no yeah because i feel like there's like a few stages of crying uh-huh. if you're hitting some of the early stages like some mm. of your words of advice could actually like maybe yeah. impact the mood <laughs> yeah but that's that's yes, too you're far already there. Yeah. yeah you're already there and then i always eventually veer into like laughter while still sobbing after that because oh, yeah. i just you get to the point where you're so hysterical and you're, like, you're like what is happening you're like wow I'm literally crying so hard right now. It's kind of embarrassing. It's like crazy <laughs> yeah. what's happening right now. Like, I didn't even know this was possible. It's I'm like yelping in public. In <laughs> so I was like, can you shut that dog up? <laughs> um, I also like, it's wild how much uh, stress mm-hmm. and sadness and like mental anguish. It's like so wild how much of a, an effect that has on your body. Like, I was a shell of a person. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still not that great, but, like, Mm -hmm. I was, like, a shell. I was, like, not, I couldn't eat. I felt so awful. I I felt so nauseous. Like, yeah, it's wild. Every time I go through a breakup, no joke, like, trigger warning if you don't like talking about weight stuff, but every time I go through a breakup, I literally in like two weeks will drop like 15 pounds like an insane amount not on purpose and with no intention of doing that just like it to the point that it's like insane how fast I lose weight because I think people don't or like you don't think about like when you're at that level of like I don't even call it adrenaline but stress like how many like calories your body is burning just simply being like fucking stress (laughs) like at that level of emotional well, it sucks. It's so awful. And I also wanted to like ask you about this because oh, no. I've never no, but like <laughs> this whole episode is just me prepping. If you don't want to talk about anything, you can no, just tell me lay to fuck it, off. Lay it out. Well, I felt for you especially because I have never it made me think about it. And obviously I've been like that sad before and I've had like breakups that I'm absolutely devastated and like gut punched and heartbroken and all that, but I've never had to break up with someone that wasn't one of those kind of tangible breakups. Like even if I'm heartbroken, I know I have to break up with you because like you cheated on me again. Yeah. And like, that's why you broke my heart. So now I have to leave you. And like, why did you put us in this, this position? Like this sucks. Like I have never had to. And I think it takes like, and 
a lot of guts. I think a lot of people underestimate how hard it is and it would be to break up with someone who you genuinely care about and who has done nothing like tangibly wrong. Yeah. Because it's obviously so much easier. And I'm not saying easier heartbreak wise, but like you don't feel like you're like inflicting pain or doing something bad. To yeah, somebody. totally. Like it's ha- also how like, how do I, you deal with that? Not well, you know that <laughs> <laughs> it's For like the that. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that clip from like real houses of New yeah. York where she's like, how are you doing? I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. Are you going to do the little thing? I already, I already did my thing. Um, yeah, like I've broken up with people before, yeah. but I've also gone to people with a breakup and have been like, hey, we're breaking up because of X, Y, Z. And they're like, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I don't want to necessarily be broken up with, but like, how do I argue? Ex- these and points? I'll like present the reasons like you did this, this, this. And they'd be like, okay, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like really confusing for yourself and I know for your partner to like try to explain your thoughts when there isn't like a breaking point Mm -hmm. because you also start second guessing yourself. You're like, am I crazy? Am I making sense? Is this the right thing? Mm -hmm. Like, because it's not so cut and dry, it really fucks your brain. And also because like with that, because it's not like based off of like an argument a cheating scenario. Yeah. A discussion about like moving to Australia or not or having kids or not. Well, that's like, an automatic breakup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not that. Then it becomes also the timeline thing. Okay, well, when did these feelings start? When did they finish? Why are you sure now and you weren't sure last week? Like, yeah. I feel like for both parties, that's very confusing. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention. And it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app, and it's an amazing value. The Lifetime membership has all 25 languages, so you don't have to stop at one. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. It's also hard because like I want to and still want to like give this person as much closure as I can because I think that they like deserved that. Mm -hmm. But a part of it when there isn't a tangible reason is like it's hard to ever make somebody understand when like you're trying your best to understand still. 
Like, you know, yeah. when the reason's not like incredibly obvious, yeah. you're like, how do I make this make sense in a way that like will ever give you resolve? And then I think I finally had to be like, I don't think there is one. Like I can no. try my best. I can try to explain myself, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think it's ever going to make perfect sense to this person or perfect sense to this person's family or this person's friends. Like, yeah. because they weren't the person that I was like, or their friends weren't the people I was like calling to discuss about this or like, you know, like talking to, I don't think it'll ever make sense. Yeah. Cause in their minds, probably like to be fair from the other side in the friends minds and everything like that, it would feel like a complete, like out of nowhere blindside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also depending on their communication with their friends. Yeah. Like if they were like, Oh yeah, things are great with Sean, like everything's going well and then next week Sean broke up with me. Yeah. It's like, Well, what the hell did you do? Nothing. Okay, well what like, did he well, say? What did you actually do? I swear nothing. <laughs> nothing. You know, like it would be confusing. Yeah. And it's hard because I think like you said you want to give that person closure, but it's a fine line between like trying to give them closure and also not bullshitting and like just trying to pluck a reason out of thin air to like give them something when it's like I'm not just going to say things to say things also right um so you want to be like true to your feelings and sometimes like feelings are confusing try and explain any feeling ever like trying to tangibly explain that to someone is so difficult yeah and that's why like we have a lot of listeners that have written in before during the like Q and A and advice episodes about that and just being like, Hey, like I feel awful. I like love this person. I've been with them, but I just know like they're not the one for me or however they word it. Or like, I don't see like a future, but like there's nothing like wrong with them. Like I feel bad, like whatever it is. And they're like, how do I do this? Like, how do I break up with them? Because like, I don't want to inflict pain. I don't want to break their heart. But at the same time, like by staying in that, I think most people would agree that you're doing worse. That's, that's literally, honestly, I don't know if you said that or like, Mm. I don't know, somebody said that or if I just like, I definitely said that to you like 12 times. I like at some point was like, I think it was when I was just like bawling my eyes. Mm. I was saying that I'm like wasting this person's time. Mm. I think you were like, Oh, well it's like, wasting their time more to like not do anything about it when you have these feelings yeah it was like well and especially when you're like you already feel like you've wasted their time it's like okay well you you could go back and forth morally with your own conscience about whether like you feel bad that you've wasted their time or not all you want but like now that you've admitted this to yourself and you're conscious about it, every additional day, you're actively now being an asshole. Yeah. Let's be real. Because it's one thing when it's subconscious and you're unsure and you're figuring it out. Like obviously like that's part of being in a relationship. Dating someone, being in a relationship is figuring things out. And But as soon as you're like calling your friend, you know, like when you're calling me and being like, I just don't think this is right. It's like, okay, well there's your answer because yeah. every day moving forward is you just basically like playing the game and at that point consciously wasting this person's time, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. And like that is shitty to do to a person. Like I think I had one person write in on a, the uh, Q&A I did on my Instagram and they said something along the lines of like, oh, I knew it was over like a year ago, but I've just stayed in it because I feel bad. 
And I'm like, okay, well, for that year, you were being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Prior to that, not asshole. Before this that, year, like, asshole. you're figuring out, like, everyone else is figuring out a relationship. Yeah. That's why people date. Otherwise, like, the whole waste time thing, like, I understand it's different when you, like, care about someone and you're coming from a, from not a, like, cut and dry realistic place. You're coming from it from, like, caring about someone. Yeah. But, Very unrealistic. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you, emotions are involved. But, like, also, like, I hate this thought of, like, wasting someone's time. Why do people date? Like, then, in if, if that was the case, every person who ever broke up with anyone would have wasted someone's time. Was Were they supposed to know day one? That I don't that think it's necessarily a rational thing. No, it's think, not. But it's just, But a yeah. lot of people think it. And that's yeah. why, like, I wanted to say that. Because I think, like, a lot of people feel that way when they break up with someone and it's like it's such an unrealistic and impossible expectation that you were supposed to know that this person was your forever from when you started dating them yeah and because of that because it would be impossible to know when you started dating someone and that's the whole purpose of dating and being in a relationship is figuring that out it's therefore impossible to have ever wasted somebody's time because no one can everyone goes into a relationship the best with the best inten- intentions. Well, I'm sure there's some people that have there's bad. some people that don't, I would say. But like I would say most people yeah. are going into a relationship, especially most people in their, you know, late mid, late twenties and, and moving up, with the intention of like, I'm dating you, I'm starting a relationship with you because I see a future. I, yeah, see, potential I see potential. In us. Yeah. And then we're gonna learn along the way if I'm correct in thinking that or not. And then at a certain point, if you, <laughs> if you realize that you're not, it's like, I feel like everyone feels like, oh, well, I wasted that person's time because we're, we've been together for a year, six months, two years, five years, whatever it is. And it's like, well, that's, that's what you were doing from the start. That's, that's Yeah. I also think like, it's just a natural human reaction to think 100%. like, oh, it's a waste of time. But then you also have to be like, oh, well, we did have like so many good memories together. And like, yeah. maybe if we didn't meet, like that person wouldn't have met somebody else anyways. Like maybe they would have just remained totally. single or something. So, or like I would have remained single and I would have, wouldn't have had these memories, et cetera. Yeah. So I think that's how I had to eventually get to, but mm-hmm. like right off the draw, I was like, <laughs> oh a thousand percent yeah and that's what i mean like all your feelings are valid and normal and like i feel like very relatable yeah but also like it's my job to be like the tangible like realistic yeah, rational tan- friend breakup expert over here you know fucking seven years you know <laughs> but yeah no i just feel like yeah like honestly honestly if yeah. julia broke up with me next week I would be obviously horrified and devastated and heartbroken, but at no point would I ever say to her, you wasted my time. I don't know. We went to choose floors today. She (laughs) she would have wasted my time. (laughs) Sean is an interior designer who's helping us pick new stuff for our apartment. You write her a personalized letter. I cannot believe you You wasted wasted my my time. time. But you know what I mean? Because I would have been like, I believe that you had the best intentions of like, I believe all those times you said you wanted to be with me forever or all those times that you saw a future with me and all this stuff. I believe that you believed it when you said it. And then at some point, maybe you just realized that it wasn't the case. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider her like at no point because I know what I know about her and like trust her heart and everything else. At no point would I think, oh, she was just saying that to like keep That's me the around. Thing. It's like I wasn't ever lying about no. my feelings, but like things change. Things and that's change. Not 
always great and it's mm. not always terrible but like that's just the reality the mm -hmm. world is constantly changing my m severely mentally ill brain is also <laughs> always changing depending on what medication i'm on so <laughs> i think also there's something to be said of like as people like i'm not the same person i was last year i'm not the same person i was two years ago like it's also really wild like i don't think this played a huge role in it but it was really wild like i was seeing this person for two and a half years mm -hmm. Two of those years mm -hmm. were in a global, this is still going on, a global pandemic. That's crazy. Which is so wild to think about. Yep. It's like you take any relationship, friendship, family, any of mm -hmm. this, and you put it in a normal situation. Yeah. Something, it's going to follow a trajectory. Yeah. But like, we literally went through, like, it just like. It Truly unprecedented uh, times. Yeah. Like, it shapes you as people. It shapes your relationship. It what shapes, you want in like, life. It changed your my probably my perspective my personality i'm sure mm -hmm. it changed my relationship with my family like i'm closer yeah. with my family like yeah it really honestly was like a a big two-year shift yep. and a very like weird thing to go through with somebody mm -hmm. but i'm also glad i went through it with somebody yeah, you know like totally. there were like things that happened in that that i was like that's crazy and that's how i'll like look back at it like oh i went through the fucking i did my first like apocalypse grocery shop with this person I was yeah. like that was crazy you know yeah. it's just like weird experiences like that mm -hmm. but it is pretty fucking wild that it was all in a global pandemic and I think again not speaking to your situation because I don't want anyone to think that I'm repeating what you've said to me this is just a thought based on what you said yeah um any relationships that started either just before or during the pandemic not only were very unique in the sense of the world just being completely turned upside down and the way we live and the types of media we're viewing and the way we interact with friends and family and where we can go and no travel and all this is such a difference. Okay. And then you get to the point in a relationship. I can imagine that you've kind of made those adjustments and you're figuring this all out. Okay. Now it opens back up. Yeah. So then you have a complete new shift of relearning and unlearning that is, a complete different way of navigating a relationship. Yeah. Like for Julia and I, because we were dating before and during and then post, it was kind of like, Oh right. We're going to go back to doing it the way we did before. Yeah. But if you started a relationship either just before or during the pandemic, there was no way you did it before. There's no shift back. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not like, Oh yeah, I remember like we used to do things like this or we you used to travel relationship this way. And now we yeah. have to change. Yeah. You know? And Oh, like, yeah, I, you, you went to Vegas without me for hockey and like, that was fun for you. And I like to go out for nights with my friends solo and you, you know, like there's things that like were pre-established in our relationship. Whereas I think it, there's this really strange thing that's happening and maybe some listeners can relate right now that if your relationship started during or just before the pandemic, then you haven't had to learn certain hurdles that other relationships of people that had been dating for two years in quote unquote normal times would have been long past figuring out, Yeah, you know, like, okay, how do you deal at clubs like how do you deal with travel do you only like to travel together do you have separate 
travel times? Like, do you like to go to big parties? Do you, are you someone who likes to stay in? For so long, those were things that were not even part of the conversation because everyone had to stay in. You're only allowed to see a few people. Before COVID too, it's like those are things you find out pretty quickly. Right away. Because it's like, do you want to meet my friends? Oh, sure. What do you guys do? Oh, well, we are having a party. We always have a party. It's yeah. always at Brad's house. Like, yeah, it's like things totally. like that. Oh, we go to, out. this is our favorite bar. Like, you should come or we yeah. do karaoke night or trivia or whatever. Or it's we like, all like to stay in and play D&D. Like, you, you figure out what the norm is very quickly. It's literally in like the first like month. Of, so if you usually figure it out like talking to somebody literally. before you even go on a date. Yeah. What do you like to do? What do you and your friends yeah. like to do? And all of a sudden, it's even like with family holidays. Okay, how does your family do holidays? Oh, we don't. You know, <laughs> because like... <laughs> we're all going to die if we get this fucking disease. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, do we travel somewhere to see extended family? Is it just with your family at home? Like, there's all these things that um, were so different during the pandemic that there's people now, it's really strange to think about, that have known and been dating each other for over two years and still don't know how they navigate those baseline things in a relationship. Yeah. It's, it's really also really, it's really wild, like not to try to like drive home the like age point yeah. again, but it is weird because I have friends that have been in relationships before the pandemic yeah. and during and all this. And now we have, we are, I mean, we're going through another wave. It's not over, but mm-hmm. we're like entering a new phase that yeah. I am now single in. But my friends are all like wifed up. Like yeah. everybody's in relationships. Getting married. That have like basically withstood this, the test of this <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Then it's like when I was young and I would go through a breakup, I would literally just go like partying for like right. two months straight. Yeah. Now it's like people aren't really at that age. People don't want to yeah. party. People have like other things to do or they're like with mm-hmm. their partner. Yeah. It's just like such a different thing to navigate. When you're younger and you go through a breakup, you're like, okay, well, perfect. Now I'll join all my single friends and go out every night of the week. Tuesday, Literally. Wednesday, and let's now it's go. Like I have like one single friend. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I can't, I can't really party because, like, you know, I work this night or I do this. Yeah. Or I'm like, I don't want to party. Like, yeah. not saying partying is getting over it, but that's just a, no, but yeah, it's, a it's, big it's example. Different. It's yeah. different when people are at different places in their life. Like, I remember when I was younger and in relationships, I felt like the odd one out being in a relationship. Yeah. And now, very much if I was single, I'd feel like the odd one out being not in a relationship. Oh, would you? <laughs> <laughs> it's also like... You would have those nights where you'd be like, oh, let's just get all the like single. Let's have a a wine and pizza night. And now it's like, oh, well, like I can come for wine. But like my partner gets off work at like probably 10. So I'll probably get picked up then. Like it's just so weird to go back through that. My personal favorite with all the codependent uh, queer relationships is all the partners show up together. Yeah. And then you're like, now I'm just like the seventh wheel. Yeah. It's like, this is fun. I've been doing a lot of extra wheeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have one friend that went through a breakup at the exact same time. Like a week before me. Literally, yeah. that We've was We've been weird. like clinging like, to hope together. Because everyone else is like wifed. Like literally. And I'm like, if the two of you didn't break up at the same time. I, yeah, they were a week before. That's so yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> so that is. That's um, like your one strand of hope. Yeah, I feel like we do a lot of stuff together now. Yeah, because, because of that. We have no one else to do it with. <laughs> Fuck friends or partners oh my god <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild um and everybody's getting fucking married right now <laughs> it's weird too because i also feel like there's that's the other part of like the post-covid thing is there's like a backup on like weddings yeah 
Oh my god. People keep say- saying to me like stuff like you and Julie aren't engaged yet. You aren't married yet. And it's like this really weird, like just speaking to relationships in general, like yeah, and societal structures and expectations. Like honestly, that's the same as if I, in my opinion, if I ask someone like when they're gonna have a kid, I find right. it so inappropriate. If you're not like a really close friend and you like yeah. get that you're like joking or whatever, or like. It asking in a genuine way like oh is that something you want or whatever but when people like at like group tables are like well when are you gonna get engaged when are you gonna have a baby i'm like uh, not last everyone... weekend that happened but that was enough f- i made that that made me laugh <laughs> oh that happened to me and i was pissed <laughs> really no i was actually pissed okay <laughs> i was actually annoyed and i had to like the next day be like that's not something you should be annoyed about right like i just talked myself off about it yeah but i just found that so wildly inappropriate i'm just shocked that like you haven't wanted like a new push for new jewelry. That's just, <laughs> I could buy that shit myself. If I wanted new jewels, I could get them. You wouldn't though. I wouldn't, but I could, Yeah. but no, like I just find like, that's the thing. I think people need to strip back this, like, like those sorts of pressures. I think we put them on ourselves and like to put it on friends or people around yeah. us too is like so crazy. There's plenty of reasons, especially as queer people, that people aren't getting married yet. Yeah. Maybe they have family that doesn't support them and they're really worried about taking that leap. Maybe it's um, when, it, when it comes to kids, that's a whole other thing. Maybe they can't. Maybe yeah. they've been trying. Maybe they don't have the funds to fucking pay for all the IVF. Like, you guys technically can't. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> literally. That, that tends to get in the way. Literally. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's so many reasons and also let's forget all of that like even if there aren't barriers even if there aren't hoops to jump through when it comes to coming out and like costs and IVF some people just like don't fucking care or yeah. want to like some people are really content and they're like yeah when it happens it happens like I would say that's the case for me and like I'd say when I was younger I really put more pressure on it simply because I thought that's what I was supposed to do next yeah. And it's like, then I started to kind of strip back. I'm like, I hate ceremonies. I get stressed about that. I think it's insane what people spend on their weddings. I hate the pressure of it all. Dress or something. And the thing is, is like, that's not me saying that I don't want to get married and that I don't like, won't be really happy when it does happen. But it's genuinely like not something that comes up in my mind on like the daily, like, and I just find that so weird. Yeah. It's funny you brought that up because I was pissed in that moment. I was like, I'm... I hate when people say shit like that. You hit it well. I couldn't tell. Well, I am good at hiding that. And well, because I have, you know, I'm at a public table. Right. You could flip a table easily. I have, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, ha- I know. I have an image to uphold. <laughs> I know how to be like a person. Our battery's going to die. Okay. Well. So I think this is about time. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. Do you have anything else you want to ask? How are you right now? I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm like, like finally kind of enjoying my own time again. Yeah. I, it's been like a few weeks of um, me not being devastatingly sad. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm okay. I think I'm good. That's good. I've definitely seen your happiness improve. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I also think it's really cool. Like a lot of people like around you have like noticed that kind of like cloud shed not that you're not so sad and like dealing with it but like I think for like you know when you see people that you care about go through things it's hard to watch so like it's been interesting to notice a lot of people be like Sean seems really happy yeah now which is like great like it shows you're on the right path of like 
um, taking care of yourself and yeah. everything. I've also just like, not like being in a relationship stops these things ever, yeah. but I feel like being in a relationship is also like a, like a big, is it full dad? Yeah, she's okay. gone. Well, That's okay. Well. I'll just put uh, tech difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like being in a relationship is just like, it's a lot of time and like mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time and effort like on another person, which yeah. is great. I think that is like one of the beautiful things about relationships, but it's weird and kind of liberating also to have time to just do shit for yeah. yourself. Like I started doing things that I hadn't done in years. Like I made a fucking cake that I was like, this is like something yeah. I just used to like doing. So I think it served partially as a distraction mm-hmm. because I was like, I need something for my brain to focus yeah. on. But yeah, it's also nice to just have time to think about things that you want to do. That's true. Like, I feel like I, when I went through my breakup prior to my current relationship, I didn't realize how much I wasn't doing that I wanted to do until I was out of the relationship. Right. Because I think relationships are compromised and that's like, you know, important. Like I consider myself a very independent person, but undoubtedly when you're in a relationship, you're compromising. Yeah. And I think as long as that's done in a way that you're still respecting like what you want, that's fine because that's part of being in a relationship. But my past relationship was definitely more codependent and a little toxic, a lot toxic. And I don't think until I was like out of it, I realized how much I was like holding myself back from doing certain things that I wasn't admitting to myself that like I wanted to do. Cause I was just kind of like hanging on the edge of what the other person was cool with doing. Yeah. And that was like a really refreshing place to be. Cause I'm like, every decision I make is truly for me right now. And like, there's only so many times in life you get like that opportunity. True. And I think like, that's cool. Yeah. So good for you. Thank you. Take a pottery class. I actually do want to take a pottery class. You should. You absolutely should. Maybe I will. Yeah. My hands used to always cramp up when I did it. Oh, fuck. I don't have those lesbian fingers, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? Any final thoughts? Closing thoughts? I don't think so. I feel like you were very vulnerable and shared a lot. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know what this was going to look like, but I feel like it was... I feel like a lot of people will find this like relatable and helpful if they're well, going I'm, through something similar. I'm a lot of things, but relatable is definitely the top. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, wherever you're listening, please follow or subscribe. I won't say wherever you're watching because our video is now gone. Yeah, gone. See ya. <laughs> um, rate us five stars, five stars only. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Can Explain Podcast. And follow us personally at Sean.Lusk and at yeah, Brian Williamson. Give me those post breakup follows. Please. Pose, yeah. Like just, you know, shower at Sean.Lusk with love. Yeah, do it. DMs. Um, hype him up in the comments of any of his like new photos. You've been posting more photos. I posted two. <laughs> I know, but for you, that's oh, quite, well, a, his birthday. quite a bit. Yeah, Gotta true. go off for a birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, make sure to go hype Sean up and hype me up too. Because you know what? It okay. feels nice. <laughs> it feels really nice. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. We don't have to look because oh, there I was is no camera. <laughs> it's not there.